Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Listeners to this podcast will also get a 10% discount with Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. Brazil, Brazil, Brazil. <laughs> Ladies sing, and gentlemen, welcome Africa. to... <laughs> We've already done that one. I did Sing Sing Brazil the other week, mate, so uh, you're a bit late on that one. Sorry. Joke's on you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. Sorry about the puff in there. Um, <laughs> my name's Marcus and Pete's here. Uh, Luke's here. All right. And Jim's here. Hello. Ah, uh, yes, all four back uh, and better than ever. Uh, you'd be the, be the judge, perhaps. <laughs> wow. <laughs> second round has begun. We're well into it. We are knee-deep in the second round. Um, balls out of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about somebody's balls in a bit. OK. Um, and it's is, not anybody it in the studio okay. <laughs> this time. Sorry, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> no, it's OK. Um, uh, we, Brazil won, Chile won. Massive drums. Massive drums. <laughs> Brazil won 3-2 on penalties. Oh, mm. my giddy aunt. Ridiculous. All Great of our giddy aunts and our stable uncle. Great, great game. Great drama. I, th- I think Chile have got a decent shout for actually being a better team. I'll put yeah. that out yeah. there. I'll go with that one. No, they, they, I they thought the better team organized. won. They I definitely the had more won. possession first half, I think it was. They yeah. held on the, the ball quite well. Second half and extra time, it was... They were knackered. <laughs> Until the 120th minute, it was always going to be Brazil. I'd, n- I'd never seen... Uh, I'd, I can't remember the, uh, uh, a first half like that first half in a World Cup match. Great, wasn't it? Was it was excellent. Really it was so open and so quick Did you think did, in that heat. I, uh, my more malevolent side was looking at it thinking, oh, I really hope Chile win. In fact, not just my malevolent side, actually, a, a, a significant portion of me. But mm. then another part of me thought... Oh no, but you can't have the host going out. Yeah, like, what, exactly. I was oh my goodness, exactly what, what will way. happen? And also, uh, actually, the more rational side of me, there's a lot of different sides to me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> You're uh, a big hexagon. You thought you knew me, didn't you? <laughs> um, uh, was that if, if the host went out, the atmosphere in the stadium around the Brazil mm. would have dropped? Yeah. Because yeah. there were so many Brazilians there. Yeah, it would It you, would drop. You essentially don't want your host going out too early. Mm. It's, and that is, that is as, a, as a fan, and obviously we don't get a say in it, but, I mean, because whatever happens, happens. If Chile had won, they would mm. deserve to have gone through, yeah. of course. Yeah. But, yeah, generally, I really wanted Chile to win because they were my sort yeah. of dark horse tip before the tournament and all that yeah. other stuff. And, um, but you, you're right, if, if Brazil had gone out at this stage, it probably would have been a little bit disappointing. But we love the Chileans, and we, they're a great team, and it's such a shame. And it was a shame that they played each other so early. Mm. But I think, uh, apparently, uh, journalists... Well, so apparently I've seen them. They've been tweeting that Chileans have just been walking around the hotels just in a daze, just saying, oh, so, so close, yeah. so close. It, it, was, the, it, was, it was an inch. 
Oh, me. really? It was yeah. an inch. Mm. Incredible. It was, it was an inch or two twice. One in the penalty, mm. in which case you uh, in the penalty shootout with Yarra, which which at which point if that goes in, you put all the pressure back on Brazil, mm. and you don't know what's going to happen. Mm. And then obviously an extra time with Pania. Um, oh. That was so cool. The ex hearts man. Yeah, I know. I know. That, that, the pace of that ball. Oh yeah. goodness me! That's I, I do, why I, he's ex hearts Three I games, two goals. I think. <laughs> I think it is. I think that's his record. I do. I, I do so. think. I do think the penalty was just so close. I've never. I've. I've never seen somebody go out. Uh, that close. It went yeah, behind it, it, the line, but yeah. the other side of the post. Oh, yeah. God. Did, uh, is, is that one of the ones for goal line technology? <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid, isn't yeah. it? Some of those, some of those contested ones. It hits the post, comes flying out. Well, hang on a minute. No goal. No goal. Mm, yeah. well, I tell, well, I tell you what. Jonathan that, Pierce is like, what? <laughs> my problem, my problem with goal line technology being that they don't use it for the keeper coming off his line for the penalty. Yeah, again, I think, we I, saw I, that, I, yes. it does my. Effing loaf in Would the goalkeeper have to swallow a microchip? <laughs> well, presumably it would be the same technology. It's an object going over the line. Or they should be having to stay on the line until the goal oh, is what about What about, um, for the penalties, they, uh, they quickly dig a big trench in front of the line. <laughs> so if the keeper jumps forward, he's disappearing. Yeah. Open net. He's in the bamboo. It should be like the, um, the, the what, what, it should be what they use for a roller coaster, where the roller coaster car stays on the track. Mm. And so they, basically the, the goalkeeper clips his boots into that mm. and he can go back and forth across the line, but he can't go yeah. front or back. So he goes across the line. And as soon as the ball's kicked, it's mm. released. released. <laughs> yeah. And he goes forward and he can I'll, save. I'll put him on one of those sticks like in uh, Sabutia. Yeah, that would work yeah. as well. Mm. That would also work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or that, just if... make them take the penalties again. Or just, yeah. yeah. Well, well, bearing in mind that what a good game I thought um, Howard Webb had. It was Howard Webb, wasn't it? It was Howard yeah, Webb. Yeah. Um, he I looked th- magnificent, th- didn't he? I thought he had a great... Because um, he was ex-policeman, I thought, I reckon he would try and mace somebody with that um, invisible oh, yeah. spray. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he thought it was his yeah, mace. I, I was uh, hoping Big Howard would have, uh, towards the end of the game, gone up for one of the corners, nodded it in, and then ran off and ripped his ref top off with an England shirt underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, mate, not a shot, mate. He's the 12th man. And, uh, <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about any of them for another uh, little while. No, it was nice to see him repair, repair his international uh, credentials a little bit mm. after his uh, final four years ago. Well, he think. wasn't bad in final. It was the Dutch and the Spanish. That... I think it was unfair on him to be criticised him in that final because yeah. what's he supposed they were to do? A yellow card. Yeah, what's he supposed to do? Well, it was the, the, De Jong's the, kick wasn't it? That yeah, was, that was a yeah. Bit yeah. The Spanish were annoyed that De Jong didn't get sent off, and the Dutch were annoyed that uh, Robin wasn't. Uh, he wasn't as given a foul when he when he went through and missed against Casillas. So I thought, well, even so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. that's I how it works. Know. Do you think yeah. Brazil were unlucky to not have a penalty in the first half? Which one was, was a bit that? of a coming together. No, I thought, I thought he got it spot on. I thought he got that one right actually. Howard Webb, mm. um, and and it just it just made me think even more because uh, obviously he's an English ref, so the commentators are going to mention his name a little bit more. Than, than they normally would. Yeah. But when you have a game like that, where it's the host nation, everybody is is watching. Mm. And, well, not just the host nation, of course, everybody around the world. Such a monumental game. The, the quality of the football is, is obviously very high. The speed of the game, the way it's being played, and there are players trying to con the referee. They're mm. making his job that much more difficult. And I thought, they really do need to clamp down on diving, because it's such a deceitful thing. I don't know how you do well, it. You, if you, even if you don't want to take a moral standpoint on it and be all like, it's diving's wrong because we're English and that's not how we do things. Mm. But even if you put that to one side, it makes the referee's job so much harder. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and so from a purely dispassionate point of view, you should do it for that reason because the referee has a hard job as it is. Mm. And we'll come on to it in the Netherlands-Mexico game, I'm sure. Yeah. But it's very difficult for the referees. When, when the game, that Brazil-Chile example is a good one because the game was put at such pace and such uh, technical uh, proficiency mm. where they're just giving it and going, knocking around there all over the place. So difficult for a referee to keep up. That's mm. a, yeah, it's an extra thing. If it's happening a lot, which it, which it sometimes does, 
I thought um, I thought Alexis Sanchez was the best player on the pitch. I thought he was fantastic. Well, he it, took his goal so well, mm, didn't he? In a game yeah. like that, you've got to take your, take your chances, and he was just clinical. Like it was such a difficult thing to do because the chance just suddenly appeared, but he mm. didn't hesitate at all. It was like just the, the way just, the ball excellent through, tournament. The way the ball was whipped over to him straight away, that error was pounced on. Yeah, yeah. and and they are the margins in in the, the best level of football. Both players, like Alexis Sanchez, is a good example of this. And that's, uh, the, 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 obviously the ultimate example is the great Barcelona side of a few years ago and the Spain side as well when they were at the top level. Um, is their touch is automatic. Oh, it's yeah. like absolutely automatic. It's, it's, like, it's n- not in doubt. It's like playing a computer game yeah. in, in the mid-90s when you just knock the ball into the player and because the computer game wasn't as developed, it just sticks to the player. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. that. And, 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 and really... England players aren't like that. I don't want to bring it back to England because England are gone. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? There's something yeah. that needs to change for England players to be that sort of touch uh, automatic mm-hmm. as, as those players are. Because Alexis Sanchez, the amount of times the ball would fly into his feet at like 50 miles an hour because he's being closed down quite quickly, mm. the guy who's making the pass, it just, it just kills it dead. And mm. you're right about the clinical nature of his finish because that was a mistake by Hulk, wasn't it, from the throw-in? Yeah, yeah. Hulk got a poor game again. There. I thought he was unlucky with his disallowed goal. Yeah, I agree. Because that was clinical. I don't know. I think he mishit that though, didn't he? Did he really? Yeah, yeah. I don't think okay, so. Fair enough. It was, anyhow, it was a kind of weird knee, wasn't it? It was kind of yeah. Really it, cool. it was a shinner and he handballed it. Wait, if you get if you get it, it was a massive. <laughs> you know. I was I was struggling to keep my cool with the commentators going. Well, you know, I, I don't know why. And also the um, the fans as well, the Brazil team. I, I was just thinking, well, he clearly handled it. Like the you could tell the way that he he didn't mm. move his maneuver his ball, uh, maneuver his um, massive <laughs> frame into the his massive frame into the position that he needed to be. He was the, clearly yeah. he clearly yeah. had his hand. Oh, why? Would the ball have stopped? No, I agree with you. But the, the first couple, of, the first couple of his peck, yeah, his peck. Uh, the first couple of replays were a bit hard to tell. But I know what you mean. But if look you... at the, his body shape as he yeah, goes at the ball. How does it suddenly stop? No, I, yeah. I know he's got pectorals. I know he could probably squeeze it between them. But <laughs> <laughs> if you are going to shin it, shin it in the bottom corner. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> does it become a bad finish if it goes in the bottom corner? Well, you do what you have to. Exactly. He swung a leg at well, it. And it was just kind of like, accidental, though. You can't exactly give the credit. Sure, but you don't know what's going on in his brain. I've not seen something anyone knows what's going on in his brain. Judging on I, love that, so I, well. love, I love that Rio Ferdinand calls him the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. I'm all over that. Yeah. I'm, I've not Let's seen adopt such, that. Yeah. such control with the shin since Dave McPherson. Scottish listeners <laughs> of a certain age, you know what I'm saying there. <laughs> should we nip out for a bit? Yeah, should we yeah, yeah, just talk on. to them? Don't be jealous. Don't you know. <laughs> a little moment with the listeners. Okay. <laughs> bring Chrissy Apples back. <laughs> yeah. You're still angry about that, aren't you? Yeah. Never heard of them. The golden years. <laughs> <laughs> that was our Pep Guardiola generation. The good old days. <laughs> Currently under Martin. Yeah, I mean, Chile, they were very, very well organised, but so were Brazil. Weren't they? Uh, they, they were less organised. Oh, they didn't give away much. Well, they didn't give away much at the back, and considering <coughs> you know Cameroon had a couple of but chances. But Brazil started very strongly, and for for a while it looked like they were the only team in the game. But they <coughs> let Chile back in, and as soon as Chile just found some rhythm, Brazil struggled to really make any impact. On but them. Chile didn't they really did, create did. many chances. They Brazil. pounced on a mistake. But Brazil, Brazil yeah, was but solid. you say Brazil didn't give too much away. I mean, they, they had the goal. Yeah, yeah, they, they gave away a goal. goal. Yeah, they had the Padilla chance to hit the bar. Then Julio Cesar made a really good save. That's three chances. In, in 120 minutes. Yeah, but it's still that's the margins in the world. What about I said they didn't create many chances? Okay, let me put it another way for you then. Just to put it another way, in your opinion, are Brazil going to have to step up another level when they play Colombia? Yes, but not that. So they obviously no, but I think, are their but, best. But, no, but a level which they which they can <coughs> do. Um, I, I thought. Well, actually, would they need to step up a level? They went yeah. to penalties, though. You know when, yeah. and they're at home. <sighs> 
I, no, I just thought Brazil looked a lot better than what they did in the group stage. They looked well, like they had to. Oh, well, that's a slightly yeah. different point. <laughs> that, that's not well, the point you made. What the was point, the point? The point you said is they didn't give too much away to Chile, and they and they were worthy to go through. I don't think they gave too. But much I think, away. but I think, in fairness, I'm not trying to catch you out or anything. But in fairness, that's a slightly different point to that they were better than they were in the group. Because I would agree with that. They mm. were better than they were been in the group for sure. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Well, the point was Chile didn't create that much. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Brazil are the home team. They're, yeah. they're fancied. Chile had to work very, very hard to, to, to as you would expect. Mm. But I didn't really necessarily see that much from Brazil to be overly impressed with. No. I mean, the goal they scored was okay. They were always going to target set pieces because of Chile's diminutive size. Um, Chile probably could have done a bit better. It was a bit unfortunate. Okay, Hulk's goal we've already sort of established was a handball, and, and he shinned it. So I mean, there's not really much to talk about there. I mean. I don't really remember. I mean, Brazil had quite a lot of shots, but I don't remember having a ma- massive amount of shots of amazing quality. So they are going to need to step up again because one thing's for mm. sure: um, Colombia will really, really attack them, mm. and, they, and they'll need to be able to deal with that. And if they don't deal with it, they're going to need to score goals. That, to be frank, I don't think they're capable of scoring. You can't, you can't not be on your absolute best against a team with the attacking ability of Colombia. Brazil, if they aren't on their game, are going to need to probably score three goals. And, and, and do you really see them doing that necessarily? Well, it's a counteract. Putting three past Brazil would be incredibly impressive, even this Brazil. No, but I'm saying so I, I can I can see Colombia scoring a couple times against mm. Brazil. Yeah, but it, it, Brazil Maybe. will stick Gustavo or Fernandes, whoever it is, on, I don't, Rodriguez, I don't on think, Rodriguez. I don't think Fernandinho had a very good game. He came in against, to replace Paulinho, which, mm-hmm. if you're a top-level footballer, you must be happy, well happy with that. Because that mm-hmm. has, all you've got to do, mate, is look better than Paulinho. Just try. Just try, mate. Yeah, to be completely critical of it, I don't necessarily think he did look that much better than Paulinho. I think Luis Gustavo is a good player. He had a good tournament. Well, it, they'll stick someone on... He looks like a troubadour, which, which should be applauded. But... Well, he looks like a sex pest. <laughs> well, there's often a lot of crossover. What I've always said about a troubadour is, take away the guitar and you've got yourself a sex pest. Mm. And that's exactly Spice what's too. happened. No, you know, Pinnacles, that mast and all that. Yeah. <laughs> the sex pest mast. Yeah. Um, have you seen my sex pest mast, by the way? <laughs> it's covered You're in nonsense. It now, aren't you? Yeah. Covered in fluff. Um, uh, <laughs> um, what the hell are we talking about? We're oh, yeah, about, football. Um, um, Chile. I think, we're about Chile. I, think, Did, I think that they'll stick someone on Rodriguez, and I think mm. that they have got the type of players that can upset his game. And he's obviously the man making them tick at the moment. And I think Yepes, you know, you've got your 38-year-old at the back there. If, yeah. I, I, well, if Neymar's on form, yeah, if he the, keeps running the at them. Neymar didn't have a great game against talk of him. Missing, it's talk of him missing that game. Is there? For what reasons? Injury. But if you look at if you look Going at someone at if you look at something like a uh, team like Chile they they're not a counter attacking side. People say that they are. They're not. They just they just go at you. Yeah. They just got you and got you. Got you. Um, I think uh, Colombia are a little bit more um, structured in the way they attack. They're just a little bit more um, thoughtful. That, and I think Brazil are going to find it a, yeah. a hell of a lot more difficult. Yeah, absolutely. When when um, Pania hit the bar at the end, that to me was that was one of the world, moments of the World Cup. Mm. But in, 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 and what I mean by that is it was one of those moments where I was utterly engrossed and yeah. I, my heart skipped a beat and I just was enthralled by what I was seeing and I thought, <laughs> my goodness, imagine if that had just crashed yeah. in. But so well, often, though, we were talking about this earlier, because of the tight margins I've already mentioned, you get the sense that when that happens late on in a game, like that that, that was the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was that going in or it's this team losing. Such a great yeah. and it's That's it what I was going to say. I mean, I was absolutely gutted to see Chile go out because I thought yeah. they deserved a lot mm-hmm. better in the second round. Yeah. Of course, World Cup's difficult. That's how it goes. Um, they didn't win their group, of course. But I've seen enough World Cup games in my time to know that when Panier didn't score that, that was that. 
Mm. You could just tell that's it. My, my mate, Mark, I was watching it with my mate Mark, who's not in the football in the slightest, mm. but he said, wouldn't it be brilliant if like, the, um, the crossfire was like, um, you could shatter it like a strip light? <laughs> I was going, yeah, that would be good, actually. <laughs> just smash it. That, that would be really good for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd have to bring on another one. Oh, I've got mates who don't like football. Oh. Pathetic. Yeah, it's nice, nice to have mates at all, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in theory. Uh, the penalty shootout was quite something, wasn't it? Mm. The David Luiz 100-yard run and blast is a beauty. <laughs> that is an underrated move in sports entertainment, yeah. that. <laughs> just legs it like, like a... Who was it Ronnie Whelan used to do that? Yeah. Leg it for about 50 yards. Like a Roberto yeah. Carlos free kick. There's a lot to be said for the, doing the opposite of what Neymar and, and like one or two others do, where stutter and stutter yeah, and stutter. Yeah. Just go right back to the halfway line and just do a war cry and yeah. run as fast <laughs> as you can. So the All keepers the go, what, what's staring happening? in the keeper's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be quite a popular penalty the, the stutter and see where the keeper's going to well, move well Neymar did yeah. a bit nicely didn't he oh yeah well when Neymar stepped up I was more used to the word lottery I noticed in the, uh, in the run up to it did he? Like, uh, it's a I think we're going to see some, be- some decent penalties here which to be fair I don't think we did yeah. the, uh, the, there was one what was the one that was top, top right and it just wouldn't it was unserveable for oh, the, the it was, like, it was a chilly oh, he just walked up and just went up yours yeah like it was almost like a tour it was incredible it was an absolute beast lifted it it's a type of it's a type of kick you do in training you think, <laughs> I don't care yeah Two penalty, two penalty shootouts over the weekend, was there? Mm. Yeah, Greece, Costa Rica was the other one, wasn't it? Yeah, we'll come to that. My, um, my penalty shootout theory is that, and, it, and you'd be surprised how often it works, is you think of the three things going into the penalty shootout of the team. So you think, obviously, who's the most experienced team? Who's the most technically proficient team? And who's the most tired team? And if you find, and if you can get a, a majority on those three things, you'd be surprised how often you get it right. So the most experienced team is Brazil. The most technically different team, okay, probably in between, and the most tired team was, was in my view at that point, Chile. Mm. So that, I was thinking, right, okay, I think Brazil will win the uh, will win the penalty shootout. And they did, but then with the Costa Rica one, it came undone <laughs> because of Greece, Greece. Yeah, won. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, there's the extra element well, which we'll come to, um, which is I really probably Greece the most win crucial. One, yeah. Greece were tired too, though. I was thinking about this yesterday. People always assume that Costa Rica are, are, are more tired because they're covering the extra man, but Greece have still played that 120 minutes. You know, they're still yeah. exhausted themselves. Yeah, but then and the, Marcus, if if we're playing football mm. and you're more tired than I am. That doesn't help me. You know, I'm still <laughs> knackered. So, you know, God bless you, Jim. Uh, but we, we will talk about that in a short while. But um, when Neymar stepped up, I thought, I won't be able to take this if he misses. Like, I he, won't know he was what... crying anyway, yeah, wasn't he? I, I won't yeah, know what to do with myself. Cesar was too. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, would, I won't know what to do with myself. Yeah. If, if they go out and he's, a, he, he's, mm, his he's the baddie. Well, yeah. Cesar's, Cesar's had some journey, hasn't he? Yeah, back he? into that team, and you can understand why. And the pressure, Neymar says he loves the pressure, and he, and he performs better under it. And that seems to be true as well. Yeah, he performs better for Brazil than he does for anyone else, I think, from what I've seen. Um, but obviously, the emotional release when you get through a game like that is, is clearly absolutely huge. I think Brazil needed that, though, didn't they? If they'd have, if they'd have strolled to a two 0 win against, I don't know, say. <laughs> Another side. Say if it was Greece, they got in the next round or somebody like that. Yeah, they needed that. They needed a fight. They needed to grit their teeth yeah. and dig something in. to unite everyone, both the team and the fans. Yeah, and and also there is, you know, they did get an element of luck. Of course, they did with with um, Pinea hitting the bar and um, and whatnot. So I think they'll when you when you stare elimination in the face sometimes that that's actually quite good for you and you come out of that and you think, right, we, we need to be at the races here. Has Neymar been like their player of the tournament? Or, or have, have, has he been one of the players of the tournament in the whole wide thing? Because I was just worried that he, he might not be fit for the next match and I don't think, I he don't, might come on. Is that is a bit I mean, of game and shit in that one? Forgive me if this is updated since, since I've come in here, but when I was reading about this earlier, they were saying there's a chance he won't make the quarterfinal. Mm. Well, is this an outrageous thing to say? Could that, uh, I know, could that be nonsense? No, 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 no. I was going to say that I know people have said, well, actually, without their best player... 
they they become more no, balanced. Not not this Brazil team. No, one, I think. No, no, no. He's been really good for them. Like, like I say, he wasn't great against Chile, but he he has stepped up. He got kicked around though. Yeah. Mm. It was uh, I said at the time it was like Pele in '66. So he's just getting kicked all over the place. They yeah. clearly targeted him. And I don't think I think. Um, Howard Webb could have been a bit stronger on that, actually. The, the, but the referees have clearly been told by FIFA, ease off on the cards and the fouls. Yeah. Probably yeah, because yeah, the yeah. World Cup is in South America. And actually... Was it Fernandinho who got, um, who got like three in a row and, yeah. didn't, and didn't get any yellow card in the There's, first half? The referees were very lenient in this tournament. Yeah, and some I'm, of them were tough, tough challenges mm. as well. I think, I think that's, that it does cater more towards the South American sides because they give a lot of fouls away mm. and especially Brazil they're, they're, they're a big dirty bunch the, the, the Brazilian <laughs> big dirty oh bunch. you naughty little sausage well, they are aren't they they have been for years people talk about the Sam of yeah but let's not forget yeah, yeah they can yeah. mix it up yeah exactly exactly talking are of they which, your favourite big dirty bunch uh, well <laughs> <laughs> I would like to put reveal that on the show because I think they listen um, <laughs> uh, Honduras still a big dirty bunch or is it a stronger that sounds too flippant for Honduras <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> big dirty Bunch. Filthy bunch, I think. Yeah. Uh, Colombia. Where do you beat, stand on the munch bunch? Um, uh, I, <laughs> Leave them well. Where, st- where do Leave I? Them. Where do Leave I stand on? Yeah, where do you stand on? I wouldn't like to pinpoint my accuracy. <laughs> Listeners to the football ramble are eligible for a fantastic offer with Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. The easy-to-use drag-and-drop tools, responsive designs and 24-7 customer support teams based in New York and Dublin mean you can create a beautifully designed website for as little as £5 a month. This includes a free domain name when you sign up for a year. Seamless e-commerce solutions mean that your business can be taking money in minutes. So when you sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code RAMBLE to get 10% off and show your support for the Football Ramble. No credit card required. Start building your website today. A better web starts with your website. Um, uh, Colombia beat Uruguay 2 0. <laughs> yeah, they did. What are you laughing at, Jim? I'm laughing at all the cool kids on the internet changing their names from James to James. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could do that. I haven't. Yeah. No. Probably because you're not James or him. Actually, I was going to say probably because you're not an idiot, but you are an idiot. So yeah. it's a confusing one for me. Timmy um, Campbell. It's just law of average, isn't it? Yeah, fair that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. He was making. I hope the people who change their name from James to Hammers on Twitter realise they are essentially the football equivalent of those girls who change their names to names of One Direction and yeah. stuff like that. Are they? Oh, those ones you follow on Facebook, yeah. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I know. Are you friends? Friends on Facebook? Yeah. yeah. No, you can actually follow now. I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Get with it, granddad. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen a film called The Social Network <laughs> with uh, Justin Timberlake, who we were talking about before the show? Yeah, mm. he's uh, on his uh, new promotional um, tour of the album that he's going to be putting out soon. He's got a white man's overbite on all of the pictures, which I quite like. Is that right? It's a strong look. Shall we go back to James Rodriguez? Yeah. Mm. Or James. <laughs> I've, I've had another Hustin Timberlake. <laughs> his first goal is one of the best World Cup goals you'll ever see. Yeah. Can I debate in my office today? Was it the greatest World Cup goal ever? Putting it out there. That's that's a big shout. Yeah, that is there. a big shout. And your your no, office yeah, had a no. difficult one this afternoon. <laughs> not really. Yeah, <laughs> not a as good as inside. Burkhardt against Argentina. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know, Jim. No, I come on. So. I'd say Maradona's against England was better. Yeah. Than They're such the, the problem. With, the problem with comparing those types of goals is because the Maradona one is such over the other end of the scale than the mm. Rodriguez yeah. one. Because he's a completely different set of skills, isn't it, that he's employing there? He's still an individual goal. Of course, but um, they, what I'm saying is it's hard to compare them, isn't it? I'd say the Argentina goal again against Serbia, was. I'd, I'd have that higher than Rodriguez's goal. But Rodriguez's goal. Rodriguez's goal. Or against Uruguay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, again, it's completely the other end of the scale. Would you rather see Would you rather see a James Rodriguez goal like that, or would you rather England get a good 
clean sheet to build on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see what England have got to do with it. Nobody. Oh, does. don't you? <laughs> Somebody hasn't read a newspaper in the last three weeks. Are we talking about the Alex Ferguson? What? He, he no, we're have... not. Because no, apparently Alex Ferguson could have signed him and he chose Bebe, oh, yeah, but yeah, I'm not yeah. sure that's no, true, no. actually. I think that's what Well, even if ones. it is true, that sort of stuff must happen all the time. No, exactly, yeah. Captain mm. Hindsight, what, you can't, exactly, oh, wow, yeah. he could even, oh, Alex Ferguson, mm. uh, couldn't even predict the future. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could have not started this podcast. Harry, you know. Harry Redknapp tried to sign Neymar back in the day. Oh, did he? Well, he tries to sign everyone, though, doesn't he? So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, it, was, it is one of the great... World Cup goals. It's yeah, an instant absolutely. classic. Was, oh. what, you know what the, the, the little look as well. The little look as well. Hitting hop. Yeah. <laughs> the little look as well. Um, it just makes it that best, bit better. No, he. No, he had, the reason he had a little look is he thought, shit, we're under pressure. I better get rid of this. <laughs> and he just just cleared it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what Tiger would say whenever he's asked about um, if he's the greatest golfer of all time is he said, my ambition has only ever been to be part of the conversation. And that goal is obviously part of the conversation. Mm. So in many ways, it's achieved it. Because you're never going to get a definitive answer, are you, what the best mm, goal is? No. Because it depends who you ask. And that, that, we, presumably, we all agree that it sort of superseded Tim Cahill's effort. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Mm. He's a funny-looking one, Rodriguez, because he's so, like, baby-faced that it looks like his face hasn't finished growing. Yes, yeah, he looks, like, he looks so youthful. He looks a bit, to me, like a, a more handsome uh, Hamshick. Mm. Without yeah, the mad hair and stuff. Bit of Hernandez in there. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. He got another one as well, didn't he? He did. He did. That was good as well. He got a brace. A brace. Five goals in the World Cup. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that, the Golden Boot's been won on that. It has. Yeah. <laughs> sure I, has. The way Colombia play and, and the way they celebrate, they look like a side that will... Who can that, dance. Yeah, that know they'll go far. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean yeah, by I do, that? Yeah. They look really comfortable. Choreographed goal celebrations. Well, you, you reckon they're confident? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, no, but I know Ghana did one as well, but it's, it's like, well, we've, we've scored again. We know the routine. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's a case of well. You think they're expecting to score? There's goals in yeah. us. There's goals in us, and 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 they're not sort of thinking. Right, come on, keep it tight. They're like we, we we're in this for the we're in this for a long time. We're in this for the and goals. a good time. On yeah. your um, on your point about um, Colombia against Brazil and how Gustavo and whoever's going to try and close down Rodriguez and make it difficult for him. I thought that Uruguay were pretty well equipped to be able to do that because they're quite yeah. strong in that part of the pitch and they couldn't. But Uruguay were listless. It almost looked like the, the Suarez situation just them. knocked the wind out of them. Yeah. It was a strange performance from them. It was, almost seemed like they felt like they didn't know it wasn't a group game. Suarez has apologised, hasn't he? He has. Finally. But in the last, like, five minutes, yeah. it's yeah. been really, really, really weird. He's, he's stuck to his weird gun all, you know, three days of it. Well, he had sore teeth, to be fair. He couldn't speak before. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, people may be suggesting that uh, a new club that he may be going to have sort of said, apologise, otherwise we're not going to take you on. Mm. But, I mean, they're all sorts of... Little uh, rumours and whatnot there, but the rest of his. I mean, I mean that, that rumour. I mean, it's a pretty good one. The, yeah. The, the the player that's gone the other way and some money is amazing for me because yeah. he clearly wants to go. He clearly wants to leave. So yeah. Well, and also, but I think the apology itself is quite surprising, hmm. and it would maybe back that up because he was very um, uh, defiant, un- unremorseful, if mm-hmm. that's the word, and, and defiant as you say. And the rest of his countrymen certainly joining. I mean, the, the, the president of Uruguay calling FIFA. Uh, they're just an old bun- uh, old sons of bitches, and they've punished him and 
uh, this is a fascist ban and all this kind of if you chat. Want to, if you want to pipe on about stuff that FIFA get wrong, you're going to be there all day. Yeah. This is probably not one of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't start with him. No. But, what, but, <laughs> but it seems that Latin America seems to, to find this kind of whole thing, you know, an affront to their um, culture. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. that's not... That's, you don't yeah, want to bite really, people. That's not... You really saw what happened. Yeah. Mm. It's so interesting. The, uh, Spectacularly missing the point. The interesting way of how, from what I've seen, obviously I've not been there, <clears throat> but the way... Uruguay fans at large seem to have defended him and the FF it's so funny if, say for example one of the England players did that they'd be absolutely hammered they'd, yeah. be, they'd be a pariah absolutely <laughs> yeah. the, the, almost, the media would be on their back and all sorts I almost thought as well the way Uruguay played it was really really poor because surely I mean maybe this is just that we have an English mentality and it would be completely different I, if I was in a situation like that where the best player on my team had done that I'd be so angry with them that I would, I would try and use that to, to, to get up for the game and you would think the rest of the team would do that but that doesn't seem to be the case they they just seem to have been just accepted that you know they'd been wronged in some way and, and just limped out are, yeah. you surpri- are you surprised that Tabro's letting it affect them Marcus? I am yeah because uh, there's, a, there's a guy who you know we've said before is one of the most canny operators at the tournament mm. and one of the one of the best tactical minds uh, I mean, they, they're playing a good Colombian side, so let's not forget that. And Colombia did restrict them greatly. I, I, I just, but you're right. Uruguay didn't really get going until they were two 0 down, and with about fifteen twenty minutes to yeah, go, then Colombia didn't really struggle. Yeah, they had a couple of opportunities, but Colombia were, were pretty much mm. plain sailing. But then, if Cavani, had, I think he had a chance to keep a. Um, he looks, so, he, but he looks, he looks isolated. He looks he? half the player now, doesn't he? He Colombia? does. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say that um, re- really like the way that Colombia have just made a step up and a step up and a step up mm. every time. I'd be really fascinated to see how they get on against Brazil, whether yeah. they can step up again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously everyone's talking about um, Rodriguez, and you rightly say they're probably man marking, but I think there's more to come from Jackson Martinez as well. I think he could be a problem for. He's Brazil. shown flashes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if Neymar is out. That's obviously a huge plus for Colombia, but with their back four, obviously they, they play in Brazil, and Yepes loves a scrap, yeah. and it would and it, and probably be Fred on him. You'd Which imagine. is ideal pace-wise for Yepes. Yeah, I think I think that actually would be a lovely matchup between the two of them. But the way Fred's been, and it's the way crazy, they can't find a better striker than than Fred or Joe. No? Diego Costa. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. Costa's not exactly set the pace on fire, has he? Well, no, he hasn't. But that, maybe it's, it was because he's being booed every touch in a team. <laughs> but that, he's you know, yeah, I think he's just not fit. Uh, of course, yeah, he's yeah. not fit. But you, it's crazy. Diego Costa would surely walk into that team. It's such a bizarre decision for him. Very being strange. Right. Yeah, the team that can find a striker, and they've got a couple of beauties. Are the Netherlands, of course. Mm. Yeah. They beat Mexico two on both sides, a bit sluggish in the first half. Well, maybe. Not heat, Mexico, actually. The heat was crazy. 38 degrees, I think I it mean, there were, uh, there were, like, fans sat in the stands, uh, had to leave where the sunlight mm. was directly I've never on them. seen that I, before. I've never seen that before. And those players playing in that. I mean, the Dutch weren't at their best, but that is obviously why. <laughs> well, it mm. I don't, it's, it, the performance almost, it's almost not worth analysing because it's such a strange set mm. of well, it begs circumstances. The, it begs the question again is, should they be kicking off at that time in that part of that country? We've seen, you know, when England played Uruguay in Sao Paulo, it was actually... This is a little bit on the chilly side, I think. It wasn't particularly warm at all. Mm. And I know they... It, it, it goes down to the organisation again. They probably... Well, they have catered the times for a more European audience because games are now kicking off at one in the afternoon and five in, in the afternoon evening yeah. in Brazil. That's crazy. They should be kicking off at five in Brazil and say, say eight or four mm. yeah. and eight, something like that. They should not be kicking off at one in the afternoon, especially when it's in such a hot 
climate in, in, yeah. in those parts of the mm. north. It's, it's pretty pissed poor. They just don't give a shit, do they? Mm. So look at like, the stadium in Manaus. What's that, what's that stadium in Manaus going to do when the World Cup It's a joke. Over the jungle, we will reclaim it, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, the thing is... You, Literal uh, monkey tennis. Because we're, so, <laughs> yeah, we're so used to, like, set Blatter being so bad, mm. um, we don't really acknowledge this that much. But if you... If you take a moment to think about the fact that Sepp Blatter is, is not sure whether he's going to be able to present the World Cup trophy to the winner because of how bad the reception he's going to get. Yeah. And every time he's shown in a stadium, it's all over the boot. world, he's booed. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Mm. It's absolutely a, a, a bizarre set of circumstances. I don't also, know why the FIFA president has to be so visible anyway. I've oh, never understood it, really. Yeah. It's just an ego. And it? Everyone, it yeah, well, exactly. Well, you know, you, you take the rough with the smooth. You're... A, a, a complete uh, you're a terrible human being I was going to use a terrible word there but you're a terrible <laughs> human being why Why do you feel the need well, to think, stick your head over the parapet so, I, so much I don't think it originally was but when no, it um, certainly feels like that's grown in the well, last I think the reason, decade or so the reason mm. why was Joel Havalangi as the Brazilians mm. would say the, the Brazilian man of course himself when he took over from I think it was an Englishman. It was uh, Stanley Rouse, was that Yeah, that, maybe. Some like that, yeah. yeah, whoever he took a charge uh, in the 60s or 70s. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> two, <laughs> two presidents since then. Yeah. 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 Well, he was, he was certainly around in the 74 World Cup, I think. Um, and he was an Olympian. I think he was a swimmer. Right. And he, but he was a big personality. And he I believe did, he was a sailor. Or was he? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Something, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Something in the, in the water. Yeah. And... Uh, he was a big personality, and he revolutionised the way it was. I mean, not all for the bad, um, and I th- Sep basically learnt under him. Mm. And well, I think I, that's I, Marcus. I can remember when we first we first started doing this show. Mm. We used to, and that was seven years ago. We used to get quite a lot of material out of FIFA, and it wasn't really that well known to be having a pop at them. Well, Jack Warner was our favourite one. Wasn't yeah, it? people didn't really no. get on the on the back of them that much. Like, it was certainly wasn't a mainstream pressing at that point. Yeah, it was in you. You kind of the Observer and the sort of said and done yeah, column in right, the Guardian yeah. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Basically, we were slagging Blatter before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so now we like him. Yeah. That's... <laughs> but going back to the Netherlands and those, game, those football kits he gave us. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to the Netherlands, sure, yeah. I think you're right about the temperature, but I also think that, um, it, uh, what's his name, uh, Miguel Herrera was just completely outmanaged by Van Hart. I mean, yeah. he, he ran how he used the water breaks very sort mm-hmm. of cannily. In the second um, half, certainly. Mexico were the better team in the first half. Yeah, they were. And they, they looked like the only team in it. They were yeah. both playing 3-5-2, and, and Mexico kind of cancelled them out there. But they had that injury to De Jong, who's a very important player for yeah. them. And then De Santos scored a great goal. Yeah. Which I was pleased for, because he was amazing at Cameroon. He didn't get the credit, because mm-hmm. he, he had about 48 goals disallowed. He's <laughs> yeah. like, what, what do you want me to do? I've scored every type of goal. Stop disallowing them. <laughs> I've got to say, the Dutch keeper doesn't fill me with confidence. No. I think he's okay, actually. Yeah, he's okay, the... but he's not. The Mexican keeper's fantastic. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Such a shame to see the back of him. Mm. It is, it is. Um, it's uh, weird he... now, isn't it, teams going out? Like, you you almost build up a relationship That's with right. them in the group yeah. stage. But, they but, just start but, dropping like flies. But even, like, a child, like, did a punch and the commentary team didn't roast him for it. Like, they, yeah, they love it. roasting a puncher, but not... it was a really necessary punch you needed to make. Not all point. punches are bad. Yes, as you, as you will exactly. find out in a minute if you carry on. <laughs> hey. what, well, he made what does a, that mean? You're going to give him a good punch? I'm going to punch him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He made a fantastic save. Of violence. A fantastic save he made mm. to keep it a 1-0. But the Dutch came forward. And um, and before we talk about the obvious with Robin, he when he skipped through and missed the chance he might have done better, mm. with, that was, everyone said that was the chance. If you were going to yeah. leave your leg in there, <laughs> he gave you the option. But obviously he thought he was going to score and was quite um, focused on that. But um, in that second 
water break, they, Van Hal changed it to a 4-3-3. And obviously Memphis Depay was on at that point. Dirk Count was pushed to right back. Yeah. Because they were getting a lot of space on, on, on the flanks, and obviously that's with the full-backs. Can you imagine so. Dirk Count would have done a shift in a factory after that? <laughs> just, yeah, he, that's right. He's unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but Van Hal had the balls to take off Van Persie and mm, put yeah. on Huntelaar. I totally forgotten about Huntelaar. No, yeah. It's like, he's bringing off Van Persie. Even go, oh, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Because he <laughs> got another <laughs> brilliant strike. Yeah, well, he, he was doing so well for Schalke and he had a, a quite a long mm. injury. So but a proper number nine, Luke. Yeah, it's not in and around the box, in, in the, the box. I was um, I was really disappointed with him in the last World Cup. Was it no, the last Euros, actually, wasn't yeah. it? When they, when they qualified really well and he was the top scorer. He was in a real purple patch mm. of form. And, uh, of course, he's not really been in the conversation this World Cup until then. I just thought that I was tapped into what I was saying maybe a week or so ago, which is that I don't know, um, you guys didn't all agree with me, but you don't know whether these teams really fully believe they can get through. It's t- it happens too often. Yeah. Yeah, like, with, 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 you talking uh, about Mexico? Yeah, I just, I just don't know whether they... I, I think that Mexico, even if it's subconsciously, just see a team like Netherlands and go, these are World Cup heavyweights. Yeah. So this because is it happens so much, yeah. doesn't it? It, does, I mean, like, it, was, it wasn't a surprise when they turned it around with like three seconds to go or whatever no. it was. And we say this like, as England fans as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's but kind it's of what just, we do. Because it comes true so often, those big experienced sides, the previous winners and, and the Dutch, I suppose, mm. um, I thought, I thought who that, weirdly seem to count in the same bracket. Oh, they've, they've been to finals and stuff like yeah, that well, regularly, exactly. haven't they? I mean, three three World Cup finals they've been to, haven't they? So they are they are big players. Yeah, I thought that um, I thought the pundits were a bit harsh on Rafael Marquez. I have to say. Yeah, mm. I thought that you know, fair enough. You want to you want to roast him for that mistake, and it was a mistake. But you don't really see a player of that quality and experience lunging unless one he's very tired mm. and two he's been given the run around by probably yeah. one of the world's best attacking players for Absolutely. the last ninety minutes. When you, <laughs> Essentially, what's happened is Rafael Marquez has been roasted by the pundits for sticking a foot in lazily because he's so tired, and he's been playing for ninety minutes in thirty odd degree heat, and he's and he's not not getting any younger against, like I say, one of the world's best attacker players. And the, who's exaggerated the, the strikers thrown yeah. himself on the floor. I mean, well, it was a dive, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, but it was contact. So I mean, he had pretty much every right to go down, especially because he'd spent the last you but know, earlier we twenty said, minutes. We said they shouldn't make it harder for the ref. <laughs> Yeah. So it's almost like it's almost like a, a self fulfilling prophecy. The, the yep. strikers will say, "We're not getting decisions. Hmm. If you pull me back in the box and I don't go down, or you touch my cl- clip my heels and I don't go down, I don't get a decision. So I hmm. need to do it so I get a decision." But then yeah. we're saying, "Well, don't make it harder for the ref." But also, but also, I mean, when you come out after the match and say that you've done something wrong, a la David Beckham when he steamed in with us through two yellows all those years ago, you should be able to take retrospective r- retroactive. Well, you're right because because Robin, if Robin had been booked for that dive that he should have been booked for, he wouldn't have dived in the last minute because yeah. he thought he would have been thought he could have a chance. He did have gone. a penalty. Yeah, no, half, and, no and, and Mexico nearly could have had one. Of well. course, but you understand what I'm saying. If yeah. he'd been booked for that dive, which he should have been, everyone agrees he should have been. Does he then not dive in the last minute mm. because he's worried about getting a second yellow? I don't think he does dive. I think mm. he carries on. I don't know. I think it would take someone with steel cojones to um, book someone twice for diving in the World Cup. I just, I don't think that would happen just because well, the because ref- there's, there's margin for error and you're not likely I, to be. I'm not saying that. Sure. Mm. I'm sorry. I don't think Robin would have dived. Mm. No, but what I mean is, I think Robin might have with that in mind. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Yes, but when Robin goes down like he did, he gives the referee a choice to make. He doesn't go down and it's, all oh, did he lose his footing or was there a little bit of... He throws himself down and looks at the ref and says, well, is that a penalty or not? And the ref's got to have some brass balls on him to give a penalty at the last minute of the knockout mm, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh, but, I, I mean, felt for Mexico, the same way yeah, I felt for Chile, yeah. really. But, I mean, mm. it was... Uh, 
it was was it good to see Schneider smashing one in? Oh, uh, yeah, it was. He's been quiet, isn't yeah. he, up to then? And it was great to see a bit of the old Wesley Schneider back. It's a curious set of circumstances, because although Holland have been, or Netherlands have been irresistible going forward, Schneider's not really been that great. No. Right? He, but he still kept his place. But He's, what a... Uh, well, uh, that's uh, where he hit it from. Look where he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what a vital contribution. It's similar to though. the Messi hit. He's just like, just get on with it. It was yeah. a fantastic get in goal. Yeah. So, again, such confidence at such mm. a, a crucial stage. Mm. I, th- I actually think that the Netherlands would have gone to win it in, in next time anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Good I, penalty I, from Hunter. Like. Yeah, really. Yeah. I, back to the Schneider finish, though. I love because it was hit with such force. The way it makes the net ripple, it almost looks like the net's surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I like Hunter last celebration, sort of fly kick in the corner. Like, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, shades of De Jong on uh, Alonso's chest. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear KLM? The, uh, the, the the Dutch Airlines calls a bit of a stir. They tweeted from their official account uh, after the match a picture of an airport departure sign under the heading Adios Amigos. And next a a de- lack of class. And next to the departures uh, was a man with a moustache and a sombrero. A lack of class. Isn't it? Mm. And uh, actor Gail Garcia Bernal tweeted saying, well, I'll never fly on them again. Oh, the joke's on them. And a KLM spokesperson said, well, it was meant to be a joke, but there was too much negative reaction. <laughs> I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna fly with them again. See, either. If, if Luis Suarez had reacted like that, then you know we'd have far less problems now. That's I'm right. never gonna fly with uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. No, no, yeah, or the one mentioned. Yeah, Gabriel Garcia. That was the jock. Yeah. Ah, well, yeah, a bit negative reaction. So maybe it's not a joke. Yeah, maybe anymore. it wasn't a joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Costa Rica won. Greece won. Costa Rica win five three on pens. Oh. And the Greeks will not learn. <laughs> <laughs> That's the price you pay for not taking advantage in extra time. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, See, in, with my flawless until that point penalty thought experiment, <laughs> Greece were shoehorned to go through. Yeah, definitely yeah. a shoehorn to go through, and then Costa Rica ruined it. We're, it's a shame that the Mexican keeper has gone has gone home, but at least we have got the Costa Rica one. Navas, yes, he's, he's still excellent. in. He was magnificent. <laughs> yeah. Greece have never. Uh, that was their first penalty shootout, wasn't it? Which uh, I suppose, if you add that to your, your algorithm, Luke, I will do. That will yeah. probably uh, probably help in future. Well, I are, I think the crucial thing with it with the uh, the penalty shootout there was. Um, Pinto, the, the Costa Rica manager, said we'd practice penalties and we'd study yeah. the, the Greek players taking penalties. Right. One of the best shootouts I've seen ever. Mm. It was, you haven't got a, so well struck. You yeah. haven't got to study Gekas taking penalties. <laughs> you probably God. don't even need a keeper. No. Well, he, he would have gone in if the keeper wasn't there. The best, the best <laughs> so by definition, you I do know, but it. I think Gekas would find a way. <laughs> even if it was a gigantic oblong man <laughs> the keeper, in a keeper shirt. Gekas is the one of the better strikers around at getting in positions. Yeah, he yeah, takes yeah. up great positions. Yeah. He is absolutely hapless when the ball comes out <laughs> anywhere near him. It's like he's, he's, he's got the bit about getting into positions nailed down, but then he's always surprised when the ball comes through. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's Very too odd. busy thinking, what is it I'm supposed to do with the ball again? <laughs> oh, before actually Navas doing anything made a great save from him in the first yeah. half. Mm. And then in extra time from Mitroglu as well. Yeah. That was a brilliant save. It was absolutely yeah. brilliant. Mitroglu's penalty was particularly good. It's good to see that he, yeah. he can actually do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Ruiz gently put Costa Rica ahead. Yeah, it's a weird goal, though. Yeah, it was a little... Was it a yeah. scuff? It was a Slow scuff, motion. But it looked classy. Ruiz mm. is one of those players <laughs> where he can scuff a ball and make it look classy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only reason it didn't look more classy <laughs> is because we were playing the same thing as Berbatov at Fulham. Yeah, mm. maybe. Otherwise, he would have been like, Fulham, the, 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 big, the big one. Fulham well-represented. Yeah. Both captains. Yeah. Playing out their fucking skins. <laughs> <laughs> Influence in the game. Well, they've had a season off, haven't they, yeah, basically? Pretty, so they're really yeah. fresh. George Oscaragunis looks like Leighton Baines' older brother who's in the army. He's 37. <laughs> yeah. 37 he's retired that... from the from international football. 139 caps. He made his Greece debut in 1999. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what I'd like to know? I'd like to know how many fouls he's made in a Greek shirt. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, it's more than that. <laughs> 
I bet that, I bet that uh, family with a disabled child uh, are quite happy that they didn't get invited or, or they didn't take up the um, kind invitation of going to go and watch Chris like, dump themselves out of the oh, World yeah, Cup. Yeah. They're in uh, Florida or something. They're having a lovely time. Oh, I'm um, glad we didn't go in the end. Better decision, Tom. <laughs> Greece were basically playing in extra time against nine-ish men because Campbell yeah. was shot he to pieces. Yeah, he scored a good pen, though. He did. I love that. I, love I was that. like, don't yeah, take one. Don't take one. left in the tank. <laughs> tank. But he, it was a gentle penalty, wasn't it? He didn't exert too much energy. Well, Duarte was sent off in about, what was it, 65 minutes? Yeah. And it was all Greece, and, and, and eventually they, they scored. And the way they celebrated, and obviously they, to keep themselves in the competition, you thought to yourself, well, that this is a foregone conclusion. But, and Costa Rica as well, they were playing quite a dangerous game. Now, I'm, I, I understand if you're down to 10 men, you still want to have a little bit of an attacking edge to give the team with 11 something to think about so they don't just bombard mm. you completely. But at times I did think to myself, like Costa Rica, they had four th- four defenders in their own box against three or four Greek attackers and I thought, you, you're basically going man for man there. Yeah. There was no parking of the bus. There was no, OK, let's... No. Last few minutes now, lads, let's there bring was, it back. There was a but, great example of... Um, going gung-ho and then defending to the absolute textbook for Costa Rica where they yeah. chucked a lot of people forward and they found themselves with a five-on-two break. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the two centre-backs were absolutely te- like, yeah. technically perfect. Yeah. Like, kept their shape, kept them right in the position to make mm. it hard for any Greek player, mm. made it difficult for any decent pass to go through yeah. and then and didn't panic and it, it broke down and gave themselves enough time. It's absolutely perfect. Yeah, you're absolutely it's really, right. It's, they have a lot of credit for that because, I mean, that is such a difficult thing to but, do. But they were playing a team that basically just sleepwalked in to the uh, you know out out of their group, it was a really weird. It's been a really weird weird World Cup for Greece. I think they just did not look yeah well, interested. They spanked in their opening game though, so they still had to, they had a mountain to mm. overcome. Really, they've shown a lot of character. I do know what you mean, Pete. They sort of, you sort of look at it and think, "Blimey, they're through." Yeah. <laughs> I wish yeah. England had a bit of that because almost almost a big story at that point was that Ivory Coast had gone out, not that Greece had gone through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. and so people sort of concentrate on that a bit too much. And Greek, Greek, Greece. I mean, Greece could have been caught a finalist. They were very close to it. Yeah, exactly, but the Dutch will be rubbing their hands together, won't yeah, they? A very tired happy. Costa Rican side. You'd wonder how um, how much they can they can um, how much they can recover because it was such a difficult game for them. Mm. And also, Duarte will be suspended, won't he? And he's, yeah. he's an yeah. important player. For mm. just, just before we came on, the, uh, France beat uh, Nigeria. 2-0 it was end-to-end stuff in the first half yeah, such an open game like a Premier League game if Nigeria had any strikers worth anything and I'm including Sean Ramey up beyond that one <laughs> yeah, uh, he can't do anything from the bench Pete can exactly. he exactly no, he's exactly. gone home the last English representation that isn't a referee Howard Webb mate <laughs> Which is oh, oh come on! I got so excited about saying that I just ignored Stop the referee. Listening. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Pogba uh, and an own goal. Um, uh, which looked like a really tidy Griezmann flick. Yeah. <laughs> but his celebration, which was um, like basically a bemused Gallic shrug sort of thing. I, I was desperate for Nigeria to score in that first half because they had a lot of yeah. good chances and you thought, you've got to make this game. Yeah. And no more in Yama. I was going to say, another great mm. keeper's gone home. Yeah. It's been a great World Cup for goalkeepers, hasn't it? Yeah. But it's, it's been a great World which is, Cup. Which is strange the because there's been so many goals. Exactly. Mm. You think that would normally be accompanied by a few howlers and Pletikosa, mm. Casillas, and. I can fail. Do you know who. Technically, is the most has uh, been the best goalkeeper statistically in the World Cup so far. Hundred percent save completion, no goals conceded. Big Ben Foster. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's, it's on the FIFA website, mate. Don't, don't shoot the messenger. Uh, wow. I was looking it up earlier. My God. <laughs> oh man. Um, oh, Mondragon, he must be up there as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, that's the second round matches that have been played thus far. Now, uh, Germany, Algeria has not kicked off yet. And, uh, mind you, in that um, France and Algeria, Emmanuel's uh, goal that if he was just one centimetre oh, on the so side, oh, yeah. 
Could have gone either way. It's such a tidy finish. It's one yeah. of those decisions where if he had been given onside, no one would have complained. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll be talking about uh, the, the, the remaining three matches at the end of the week. Before we go, before we have correspondence, it's just a little story. South Korea, when they hmm. when they returned home, they had toffees thrown at them. Oh, uh, right. Apparently, in South Korea, to say to someone "Go eat a toffee" is an insult. Oh right, mm. love that. Very not many, strange. Not many Everton fans. Have you seen the video <laughs> of it? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. They, when they were off the plane, it was like they were lined up in the. Uh, well, they were getting a photo the, taken. The, the, oh, in okay. the airport though. Yeah, but is that normal? Did well, they, they returned. Did we do and, a photo off well, the plane? I don't know, but that was what was going on. They yeah. were and how, they were pelted with toffee. They look like they look like the uh, toffees that were like those stinky fruits, uh, fruit toffees. When I was in Malaysia, I had them. They look del- they are delicious. Well, maybe that's a bit of a how many how many toffees are we talking? Because I've not seen the video. Handful, handful, handful each. Yeah. Yeah. Dozens and dozens. They get some real purchase and they really fly. How many antagonists were launching? Don't know. Hard I've, to see. Yeah, it few, was a, maybe. clearly a calculated attack. Some mm. sort of cell group, I'd imagine. Is that the South Korean equivalent of egging a politician? It looks that way. Because I like that as a very, it's a very British tradition that egging a politician. Mm, I'd like to yeah. see it. Maybe actually, imagine if the England team had got off the plane and got egged. That'd be very British. Not even people weren't even bothered enough to turn up to the airport yeah, to egg them. They weren't even bothered enough to be angry. No. Yeah. Well, we thought they'd be shit. They were shit. So I mean, you, you, can, you can get toffees at an airport. You can't get eggs. Uh, get them cooked. You can get them cooked. You can bring eggs. Yeah, I assume you can bring eggs, but it's just really easy to do the toffee thing. You just mm, buy yeah. them in bulk. I suppose so. Yeah. That's an excellent point. Correspondence. Would you, would you then wait mate. around? To, so wait, is it? Because would you wait around to afterwards to get the toffees back? I think so. Yeah, yeah okay. I'd have them on strings like Top Cat and that. Correspondence point. time. Now, now, now eggs back together. Okay. I've decided to do correspondence now. Luke, do correspondence now. <laughs> <laughs> right, today's question. <laughs> I sort of got a little bit like uh, I, can't really, I don't really know what to ask, so I just said, uh, <laughs> "Who out of all the players and managers present at this World Cup would you most like to serve on a submarine with, and why?" Yeah, that, that, um, is, that does me. reek of you panicking a little bit. <laughs> There's no, <laughs> yeah. absolutely no reason for it. I think I might have seen a submarine go past my window when I was, when I was thinking. Do about you it. work underwater? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Ready? Go on. Living in the Ice Age on Twitter says Matthew Valbuena spaces at a premium and he takes up very little. Yeah, see, yeah. Logical. Yeah. Mm. A logical Good. start. He's quite yeah. stocky though. Uh, regular tweeter Terry Nutkin, aka Fat PK, <laughs> says uh, Roy, as we'd be home lovely and early. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favourites from Maxwell Jump. Mm. Fabio Propeller. Jeez. Yeah, wow. It looks better written down, I have to say. Um, <laughs> Barley's mullet. Perry Groves, he's there commentating. He can handle it. His family are known for it. Mm. You must have seen Perry's cope. <laughs> Good God. Oh, wow. Good God. Bloody. This, uh, this, this is, is a good one. Come on, oi, stay with me. Stick around. This, this is the worst thing you've done. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart Montague, can I show you on the idea that Brazil's Fred has a surname and that it is October? <laughs> you can sell us. You've been sold. Yeah, um, Ed Tullet, Ecuador manager Reynaldo Rueda, like radar that submarines have. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm not coming on. Uh, okay, okay. This is more our level. John on Twitter. Jo- yeah, just John, he says. Um, I would love to watch Per Matasaka continually bang his head. Yeah. Pure yeah. slapstick. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, Callum Davis, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, all aboard the super sub. Yeah. Better. Uh, Victor Moses, so he can part the Red Sea. That's from <laughs> Loving <laughs> Valley. <laughs> um, Mar- Daniel Smith says, uh, Olivier Giroud, he can help us score some mermaids. And I'll leave it on with this from Ed Carver, Rudy uh, Facebook, Roger Johnson, sinking. Yes! <laughs> there, you there you are, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Excellent. It was worth sticking it out. Got oh, there in the end. My goodness. The Nigerian football, I'm a nuclear... I'm a nuclear. Yeah. I'm a nuclear. Yeah. Roger Johnson, sink it. <laughs> and stop it there. Put the music in there. <laughs> 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 Were we 
send a picture of um, some lad with Big Veng on the beach, or was that just a... We were. Yeah. I know, I think it was just doing, just the, doing the rounds, Twitter, was it? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. worth checking out. He yeah. looks great for a 65. Well, he does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's terrible. Tell the pants. We've got yeah, to go, though, haven't we? We do have to go. Yes. Uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to get in touch, you know what to do. Say goodbye, Pete. Yes, goodbye, Pete. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, goodbye from me. 